Hi and assalamu alaikum. My name is Raqaya Wright and welcome to episode 17, season 2. Today we'll be talking about the importance of educating women with Tasneem Dawood. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I'm Raqaya's cousin. I was born in England but I live in Saudi Arabia and that's really the only interesting things about me. <laughs> do you like living in Saudi Arabia? Or do you like living in England? Um, honestly, they both have their pros and cons. I don't have a favorite. So what's the topic about today? So we're talking about, um, <laughs> we're talking about the importance of educating women. Oh, okay. I think it's a very important topic to talk about because a lot of times I see, a lot of the times, mostly in immigrant families, you'll see that they'll push education, like when it comes to their sons, but when it comes to their daughters, they don't push education, like as much they won't. That some, a lot of times in America, they won't let their daughter finish high school, like immigrant families specifically, they won't let their daughters finish high school. But their sons, they'll finish high school and go to college and be a doctor and be all of these things and do all these great things. But their daughter, they won't be, they'll be so against their daughter just finishing high school. Exactly. And they're just not as supportive towards their daughters as their sons. And it really bothers me because in Islam, there's nothing that ever tells you that as a woman, you shouldn't strive to own a business or you shouldn't strive to do this, this and that. And they say that women should not put themselves in these environments, right? So that's why they should not, like, you know, strive for an education as a man does. But the first people to open up a university were Muslim women, and it was very common for Muslim women to be teaching Muslim men. It wasn't something that was seen as wrong or dirty, that, like, a Muslim woman was, you know, smart enough to teach a man, you know? and it really bothers me sometimes to hear things like oh we're not going to support you with your aspirations and your dreams because Muslim girls do have dreams and aspirations and as long as you know in Islam as long as you know it's not going against anything um, Islamically I don't see why parents shouldn't support their children to do those dreams and aspirations yeah exactly I feel like if she wants to finish high school let her finish high school she should at least have a high school education then she if she wants to go to college let her go to college if she wants to pursue a career let her pursue a career let her make something of herself and Islam it tells us to seek knowledge it doesn't tell men only to seek knowledge it exactly. says to Muslims in general seek knowledge exactly and like what is it people often do talk about how like muslim women are not as educated as muslim men islamically but then you even also notice that parents push men to like learn about islam more than they'll push women to learn about islam because they're like oh they're the head of the family you know they've, they've got to keep their family in check so they've got to know what they're doing they've got to know their islam but it's not important for a woman to know her Islam, to teach her children. She's going to be raising the next generation. How is she going to raise a good child, a good member of society, a good Muslim, if she doesn't know what it means to be a good Muslim herself? And I feel like a lot of the times, if a woman doesn't know about Islam, then she won't know about her rights in Islam. And then if someone is not giving her her rights in Islam, she won't know. She would think, oh, this is normal. This is fine. Exactly, and that leads to some really messed up situations, especially in these like households that they want to take away education from women. It's typically one of those really toxic households where they also believe women should like you know listen to your husband. It doesn't matter if he like is mean to you, like he's your husband, you feel supposed to like look after him and like not care about this kind of stuff. And you know they don't notice because this is like this is the things that they've been fed since they were a child like you know this is normal behavior like you shouldn't and i feel like often that they don't educate their daughters the mothers and the fathers because let's not pretend like the mothers are innocent in all of this at this point they know better 
but so the mothers and the fathers don't educate their daughters so their daughters can be more submissive towards their husbands and i've noticed that a lot as well and i think sometimes yeah, also it's generation like the mother she might have been in a her family like not even from her like the grandmother her family never educated her so she grew up believing that was right she forced that upon her daughter her daughter forces that upon her daughter and it keeps on going down down until someone breaks the generational cycle exactly i feel like generational cycles are just i mean like in this day and age That's the thing. I feel like in this day and age where people are like constantly, especially if you live in America, let's say, because I can't really talk about other places that are more secluded. But if you live in a place like America, where you're always seeing on TV and you're always hearing in the news and you're always surrounded by these people who are educated, why would you not want that for your own child? Or why would you not wish you had that for yourself? So it's very concerning when I see people prevent mothers specifically who also went through that exact same thing, also preventing their daughters from getting the education that even they wish they had. Like, I know this is what happened with your forefathers, but, you know, even in Islam, we're told, like, don't copy what your forefathers did if that is, if what they did was wrong. And, you know, it's very clear what they did was wrong. So it's very upsetting to me when I hear stories like that in the present day. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of times people, they do it just because, like, other people in their community might be doing it and they don't want other people, like their other the other auntie yeah. stuff to look down upon them, be like, oh, she's like sending her or oh, stuck for a lot, that's mm-hmm. so bad. They don't want them to say that. Yeah. I feel like we care not not only like specific communities but literally everyone we care way too much about what other people say and we care way too much about what other people are doing as well with their Mm -hmm. free time you know like some people i feel like they spend their whole lives with like their ear to a door you know listening in on what you're doing and it's just it's really pathetic actually when you see how the how society can change people for the worst and how other people's point of views can affect your own point of view. Yeah, that's so true. And I feel like also, like you were saying before, how do you expect, like, if women are not educated, for them to teach their children? Because women are supposed to be the ones who teach their children, They're supposed to be the teachers of the household, right? So they are not educated they don't know like they haven't finished high school and high school and the child is struggling they can't even help their child with their work they can't even teach your child basic things they can't even teach your child about sometimes it's so bad to the point where they don't even educate them on islam so they can't even teach your child about islam so exactly. how is that child gonna grow up and be like what are they gonna be like when they never had anyone to guide them and teach them those things Exactly. Like, it's very shocking. Um, I went to, like, this Islamic school, and it wasn't for, like, a specific age group anyone could really go. So I had people in my class who were, like, in their 70s, and then also people who were, like, 12 in the same class, right? Mm-hmm. And there were so many women who were, like, in their 40s. That was the majority age group. And these women had little kids, had teenagers, but, like, they were learning how to pray. And they've been Muslims for, like, their whole lives. And they've been praying their whole lives, but they've just been praying wrong because no one had ever taught them and they had never gotten the opportunity to learn before. So, unfortunately, like a lot of places, you don't get the opportunity, especially if you live in like a non-Muslim country. Maybe you weren't in a Muslim community, you didn't know how to find that community. You were in a very remote place. It must be very hard, especially before the internet and all that stuff. So I can understand like women being uneducated in that sense. But other than in that sense, I can't, I just don't understand why people would not want to educate their child, why people would want to prevent their child from having the same opportunities as their sons, their daughters by child, I mean, opportunities as their sons. I feel like just educating them in general makes them function in society 
and as a Muslim better. Yeah. Also, um, one thing that um, a lot of people, the reason why they don't let their children, their daughters be educated like their sons is because they like fear them falling into haram more than they fear their sons falling into haram. I notice, like, when it's talking about, oh, I don't want my daughter going to high school because then she's going to get a boyfriend and she's going to get pregnant and then I'm going to have a granddaughter and then that grandchild will be the shame of my whole family, you know? Like, they get very dramatic like that, you know? But, like, your son could have a child and then that child could be the shame of your whole family, you know? But you know what? One thing I don't like about that idea is because some people I know they think just be yeah their son can get a child but they're like oh they're boys they can just have their fun now and then once it's time to get married they'll be fine and the, also there's to people if you have a son and he gets another girl pregnant oh it's okay that's a girl's responsibility no one, yeah it's the girl's responsibility and no one can prove he actually did it that's that's, that's disgusting so sad that's the thing they expect girls to take responsibility for their actions but they don't expect boys to take responsibility for their actions and it's really just um what is it it's very small-minded i guess to think in that sense because on qiyamah there's still going to be the same sin whether you're a boy or a girl it's the same sin and i feel like parents really forget that when they let their sons just go do anything they want and that was like holding I, I feel like I don't know, I feel bad. Not for like not in like for boys, I feel bad for them because they never got that guidance to tell them, Oh, they're not supposed to do this. Some of them, they never got that guidance to tell them, Oh, yeah. you're not supposed to do this because they were so strict on focusing on teaching their daughters, you're not supposed to do this, you're not supposed to do that. But they never got the chance to teach your sons that. And I kind of feel bad for them because they never got the opportunity to learn something that's a crucial valid part of their dean yeah like you see a lot of young girls who are more on dean and you see like young guys who are on dean and that's purely because their parents are like always you know keeping them in like this little cocoon and like making sure that they know their islam whilst their sons are just like oh you fly away you live your life you can learn about your islam later but the thing is that also the way they teach them it is like for women they teach them more about rules 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 this and that but then for men they'll teach them about other aspects also which is one thing i don't like it's like you should teach us both about rules and other aspects of the religion because if you just teach about rules 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 all the time you're not supposed to do this haram you're not supposed to do this haram and just keep on yelling and pounding them what's haram into their brains over and over and over again then they're never going to know the beauty of islam they're never going to truly understand islam that's why you find it a lot of times girls they wear hijab but they don't know the reason why they wear hijab they wear it for culture or they wear it because oh my mom said to wear it and everyone else wear pants so i put it on But, like, they don't wear it for the sake of Allah. They don't know why they wear it. They don't know the reason for wearing it. Because no one ever taught them that. They just taught them, you have to wear it or else you're going to go to hell. Exactly. Like, the amount of girls, like, nowadays you can just go up to them and be like, why are you wearing a hijab? And they'll be like, I don't know, my mom told me to. You know, it's actually very sad. And the, the worst part about all of it is that, like, these girls... that's it <laughs> anyway what were we talking about oh so we were talking about how um a lot of the times they teach women about like all the rules 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 and of islam but they'll teach boys about other aspects of islam and then how a lot of times on women they don't even know the reason why they wear hijab because they never taught them the reason why they hijab. wear hijab <laughs> 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 I had the kick-ups for a second and I was trying not to them out, and then I just choked on them. And the reason why they 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 just don't teach them how the reason why they wear hijab. They just tell them, "Oh, you have to wear hijab, or else you're going to hell." Okay. So one thing I was going to mention is, you know how you're talking about how like men are taught about the spiritual sense of Islam rather than like the rules and that, right? And it's usually girls who know more about the rules because the rules are always like drilled into them. So, 
I find that very upsetting, especially like you see a lot of guys at the masjid and there's like such a strong community at the masjid and I feel like that really builds up on the spiritual like sense of Islam whilst girls aren't at the masjid as much and like Islamically we're not allowed to, um, what is it? We're not allowed to tell like women to not go to the masjid but like even during Covid, like during a very stressful time, like did the masjids close for you during Ramadan? Not during Ramadan, like during Covid? Yeah. For just the girls' side, right? <laughs> no, every all the messages were closed. The whole message yeah. was closed. Not us, like during the strict lockdown, the whole message was closed. But once things started opening up again, they opened up the only the men's side of the message. And for it was us, like that for almost a year. Yeah. For us, when it started opening up back again, it opened for men and women. But the thing was that not a lot of women were going, even though it was open for women too. But that's the only thing. But it was open for them. They could have went if they wanted to. Yeah, for us, we literally couldn't have gone. Like, and it was very upsetting, actually, because a lot of the time, like, women would go to the masjid during Jumara and we'd, like, converse with each other and we'd find a community and stuff like that. And I feel like after, even after COVID, like, the Muslim community was, like, for women, at least, was, like, very depressed because you know we didn't have that socialization that we usually had i remember eid was like literally gloomy whilst the men were like all happy and chit-chatting and stuff like that the women were like bustling around awkwardly because we didn't know each other you know yeah i feel like continue yeah Yeah, i was basically just gonna say like that's another thing like they um not necessarily like parents but like the male community in general find like a very strong importance for men to go to the masjid and it is important for men to go to the masjid of course but it's also important for women to go to the masjid and they shouldn't like take away that from them because they're gonna lose that like spirituality and like the community like a lot of the spirit of islam comes from like being around other muslim sisters do you understand what i mean mm-hmm. and when you're taking out the community you're not around other muslim sisters so you're losing that spirituality you know yeah yeah um, also like this generation i've noticed or not even just in a generation before us and along with our generation like millennials and us together we've been changing that um with the masjid and making it more inclusive for women and because like specifically at the masjid i go to like i've noticed that more they have um like a girls group and we have like um sisters tea talks with high school and college girls and all these things um now recently you have sisters games night in the masjid and all that and i feel like that's such an important and crucial thing to like having that sense of community with women with muslim women in the masjid i think that's such an important thing that I've noticed this generation has been really doing a lot and working on a lot. I'm so glad that it's like that in America. I feel like in England it's very similar, but like we decided to lose that, pardon me, we decided to lose that because of the masjids closing for girls. Yeah, but we also had like similar things to that, but I feel like it was more of like a personal thing that people did individually and it wasn't really a masjid based event, if you know what I mean. Really? Yeah, games nights at their own homes, and they'd invite specific people. We didn't really do masjid events. Those things they used to do them before COVID, but they kind of stopped after like women were like banned from going to the masjid. Oh, we get back that up again because alhamdulillah we started that back up again. Well, we actually had online versions of it in COVID, and then once COVID was over, we finally got to do them back in person. And there's oh, that's so cute. Group. There's a youth group and there's a like a group for the um, older sisters, like our moms and stuff. But and then there's the youth group and I'm in the youth group and we always have they always have like little events and stuff like that. Like they a couple months ago before like I think it was the week before Ramadan they had a, a sisters games night. It was really fun. We did um Jeopardy and Islamic trivia and all this other stuff. It was fun. Nice that's so nice and um like they plan like little e trips for the sisters like one for the sisters one for the sometimes they just plan 
like it together with sisters and brothers but um obviously they're not mixing they're just tying them together yeah. all on the same day so like the whole family can just come that's really cool we used to do things like that as well like we'd have picnics in the park and stuff like that for like eat on eat day we'd have like eat breakfast in the park after eat salah and everyone would bring a picnic and we'd roll out those like really long picnic mats mm-hmm. yeah I feel like we've come off topic <laughs> yeah we have we're talking about <laughs> yeah. but yeah um, the importance of educating women <laughs> <laughs> yeah I feel like um, we're just a lot of times in a lot of um, households we're just lacking in that and we just need to be better because there's so many benefits in educating women because one they can provide for themselves they can make a means of living for themselves and their families if something was to happen to them let's say they never went to school and something happened to their husband the husband unfortunately passed away or they got a divorce something like that they have now no means of supporting themselves they'll have to just look for try to look for another husband and then if they can't find another husband now what are they going to do so i feel like if you educate them even if they choose not to use that degree or they just choose or they choose to be outside just in case anything happens and they need to use that degree they still have it to use it exactly i i actually made that point today about how muslim girls i was talking to someone and i was talking about how muslim girls like people need to push them to get an education and you you guys need to stop saying that oh you can your husband will support you your husband will support you because what happens if your husband dies or what happens if your husband becomes disabled and maybe he has a physical job maybe he's a builder and now like his legs aren't working he can't build anymore like what if your husband even divorces you and then maybe it was a messy divorce and now he doesn't want to pay child support you've got a whole bunch of children and you can't look after them and people like this happens to so many people like if i wanted to i could name like five people off the top of my head who are in this situation we all know someone in this situation but the community still doesn't push girls to prevent this from happening we see it and just let it keep happening it can actually be people's reality exactly it's so many people's reality who's to say it's not your reality yeah you don't know the qadr of allah like may allah forbid it from happening but who's to say it's not written for you for that to exactly it's so important and even islamically we were told like as muslim women not as muslim women but as muslims in general that we should all strive to be educated you know so there's no reason for people to not want to not want their daughters to be educated it's just like a toxic cultural mindset as long as it's halal then i don't see why not and i also like before when i was mentioning as well how um muslim boys they get away with a lot more than muslim girls i'm not saying i want muslim girls to be able to get away with the same thing because i would not say that i want anyone to do anything haram but I just wish like parents would put the same rulings that they put on their daughters, on their sons, and understand that it's harm, even if they're a boy, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's why I think the most important thing is that it's not just harm if they're a girl, it's harm. Either way, however you flip the coin, you're still not supposed to do it. It's haram either way for both. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and um, I find yeah. best to seek knowledge. Um, I'm trying to find it right now. Um, I think it's Surah uh, um, Ali Imran, Ayah 18. Yeah. Uh, what ayah is that? What does the ayah say? Um, I'll read the the English for you. Cause... Okay. <laughs> okay. Allah witnesses that there is no deity except him and so do the angels and those of knowledge that he is 
maintaining creation in justice there is no deity except him the exalted in might the wise i don't know if this exactly says it clearly but i'll see if i can find another one that says it like more clearly about seeking knowledge because it says in the aya those with knowledge would know that but i don't think it says like clearly to seek i'm gonna find another aya and see i also wanted to talk about like specifically black girls and um not being pushed with education so you, you like find that higher and then read the higher and then hopefully you can talk about that oh no go ahead say what you're gonna say oh okay so basically i was listening to this podcast the other day because i was like okay let me prepare myself slightly before i do this podcast with you because i don't want to just like you know be talking random stuff and i'm not gonna lie that podcast was the most boringest thing i've ever heard but one thing really stood out to me that this lady said that um i can't remember the exact statistics i wrote it down but if i leave the like anchor thing i'll lose my um the podcast will like go you know so i'll just like tell you what i think it was but like a quarter of black girls there was like a whole bunch of black girls and a quarter of them which is more than most people um said that they feel like they could be in leadership positions and these were like i think tween girls they are so like around 13 years old they asked me that they feel like they could be in leadership positions and that they could be a boss to someone right and they had the confidence to do that but then when they looked at the statistics it was very like not many black women even though out of all other races they were the ones who like wanted it more than other people they were the least out of all the other races to have leadership positions and the reason why they think this is because of how we treat young black women and then also women in general to like believe that they can't get something the same way a boy can get it or the same way a girl of a different race can get it and obviously in society that is very true sometimes like someone will look at you and be like i'm not going to give you this opportunity because you're a girl or i'm not going to give you this opportunity because you're black but like even just like the very little things or even in school when you're striving hard to do something and someone makes a comment at you you know you you get what is that word like when you're when you're like aspiring for something and that aspiration starts to go away i forgot what it's called um i'm trying to think of the word too (laughs) you lose hope yeah i guess you like lose hope you lose aspiration um in what you're striving to do and that's very common in like many communities and it's very common amongst specifically black girls by what the statistics were saying and that's actually so upsetting that we grew up maybe in our own, own homes being told by like our mothers and our grandmothers that you know we're strong we can do this and then we just let society break us and we we let society tell us you know you can't do this you're not good enough for this you're not built for this you're built for something else this is your stereotype so you should submit to that stereotype you know I feel like that's the narrative for a lot of young girls, young women in general, not just black women, but young women in general. We're talking about you like genders. That, um, like, stereo- that's the thing that they put on every person of color. They just say, it's a stereotype that you are, and you can't be anything else. Exactly. Like, if you, if a black girl told you, like, she wants to be a hairdresser, you know, that that's not seen as something weird but if a black girl tells you she wants to be like you know a ceo of her own i don't know clothing brand or something maybe it's something less girly than a clothing brand that's very typical Uh, they want to partner at a law firm yeah exactly then it's seen as like something weird like something too aspirational like you need to calm down you can't do that 
but you know if the voice said that they'd be like go on you can do it aim as high as you can but then with the race thing also i feel like some boys depending on what race you are they'd be like oh you can do that either yeah especially i i've never really experienced that mostly because i'm a girl but um i've seen it a lot in movies like you know if a black <laughs> I've never lived in America so all my American like you know intelligence comes from movies so <laughs> you know like in the movies a lot you see like a black boy he's very smart but people are like oh you know like go try out for sports you know you're good at sports and they kind of just automatically go okay the only way this boy can succeed is if he does sports and they don't nurture his intellect at all does that not happen in England I mean, I think it does, but I never really went to school in England. I kind of moved to Saudi when I was like 12 and that doesn't happen in Saudi, so. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like um people think you have to conform conform, conform to the stereotype that you're given and that's why people act like that about certain things, but at the end of the day you are not the stereotypes that are given to you and just rise above what people think you are be better you know prove them wrong for real we can prove people wrong so easily if we put our own minds to it if we stop thinking about i know i know it's very hard to say we should just stop thinking we should just stop caring about what other people are saying but we really do. we really need to separate our own thoughts from other people's and just be like you know what if i want to do something it doesn't matter what he says it doesn't matter what she says it doesn't matter who believes in me like you know if it's halal from doing it for the sake of allah if my intentions are right then why should i not do it why should i not believe that i have the support of allah so that i can do it yeah exactly i, I feel like sometimes you just get caught up with what everyone is saying everyone tells you so you shouldn't do that you can't do that because you're a girl you can't do that because you're a race you can't do that because this this and this a b and c but the thing is that just because they're saying you can't do it if it's not haram you can do it go ahead and do it go ahead and try cuz like even this podcast is proof of it like <laughs> yeah like who would have thought me of all people this like literally when people find out in school i have a podcast they're like you have a podcast and they give me a look at it cuz for <laughs> me this um black girl who's quiet and who's shy who doesn't say anything really in class and all that stuff when i made a podcast and put my stuff yeah. there you know prove people wrong be the thing that they think you wouldn't be you know always put yourself in situations where you're going to be uncomfortable because you know life is uncomfortable you know and when you put yourself in those situations you're going to learn how to be comfortable and you're going to grow and you're going to strive and who knows what this podcast will like bring for you okay it's already like like was it he went to that i think it was a seminar or like a dinner or something with those um other with the digital sisterhood yeah like you probably wouldn't have been as interested in them to you know get go and have that experience or maybe even had the confidence to go and have that experience if you never started your own podcast and you weren't in the whole podcast world yes i would have went and seen them cuz i love them so even before your podcast even before um wait i'm just, i'm trying to think i don't know if it was before my podcast or like when i started my podcast so listen to them but i used to listen to talk yeah hop before my podcast i know that but digital sisterhood i don't know if i listened to them like because they started i know their first episode came out like a couple months before i started my podcast so i don't remember if i started listening to them bef- back then or like a little bit after but i love their podcast it's amazing the storytelling is amazing um i don't think they'll ever see my podcast listen to my podcast but if they do listen to my podcast um i love you guys and i saw you guys i don't think you remember my name but it's rakaya right <laughs> uh, hi i'm also a fan I've only listened to like two of your podcasts, but I like them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sound like such fair girls. <laughs> <laughs> We're just fine, girling. 
honestly two is a compliment for me because i don't like listening to podcasts really yeah you're the only like podcast person i listen to really yeah (laughs) why (laughs) why well first of all it's because you're my cousin so i feel like i should support you and second of all it's because i actually enjoy them like the one with granny made me cry my eyes out and then other than that they're quite educational they change your mindset often especially when you have two people with like contradictory mindsets i love listening to those kind of people talk because it's just like wow two different opinions fighting each other yeah i like that i'm i mean like i'm glad you like the podcast and i'm glad you find it beneficial alhamdulillah you know that's all i'm trying oh you cut out are you still talking no i stopped talking i said you know that's all i'm trying to do oh (laughs) i got you cut out yeah but alhamdulillah you know that's like all you should try and do in the dunya is try and do things that are beneficial for other people for the sake of Allah because that's what's going to be helpful for you on the akhirah yeah and I don't know I always wanted to do something that even when I die it'll still be there for people to go back and listen to and hear and like something that'll continuously give me blessings even in like the grave because I know a lot of times like you know like I thought about it when I was first thinking about making my podcast I thought about it like you know how a lot of people they make music and all this stuff and this little music is haram and when they die this continuously people continuously listen to it and it'll continuously give them sins but I was thinking like you know a podcast make a podcast it's talking about Islamic topics and I die then it'll continuously giving me blessings by people listening to it and learning if they learn it exactly if you inspire them to even do like the smallest islamic thing maybe you say listen you should go read quran because you don't know if you're gonna die tomorrow or something like that and then they go and they pick up their quran and they read quran and then maybe they make a habit of it so now they're reading quran every single day every single like a word that they say every single letter that they say is hasanat for you now because you're the one who inspired them and you're the one who taught them to go do that and i feel like that's what everyone's just trying to do make something or do something like build a well or something you know just do something that'll that'll have a lasting impact and the next oh my neighbors they turned on their music (laughs) fine i can't hear it i i don't know if you can hear or not but i felt the whole like every i just shook like when i heard it on it was so loud (laughs) it's fine let me try no i can't hear it it's fine it's not picking up on the recording okay that's good alhamdulillah because i did not want to record i'm too late you don't like editing well no i don't like editing i have finals and i'm busy i have work and projects and all this stuff and i do not like editing at all like if i had a team like if i was big enough where i had a team and i could actually pay people I would do yeah. that of editing, but I don't have a team. <laughs> I come up with the topics. Well, I don't come up with all the topics. Sometimes people give me ideas for the topics, or when I post on Instagram, people tell me what they want to hear me talk about. But I, I plan out the topics. I edit. I host. <laughs> do everything. That's amazing of you, because I'm actually thinking of starting a podcast called Ukhti Hub and um, it's with me and like these three other girls right Uh when I tell you we're having so much trouble even starting it up because we're just like so confused and everyone's like we're too busy we're too busy to start a podcast and we're like sharing all the burdens between four people so Uh like I have no idea how you're doing it I, I'm not consistent. <laughs> that's, that's. <laughs> I'll be consistent for like eight weeks and then I'll disappear. Not even eight weeks, for like four weeks and then I'll disappear and I'll come back and be consistent for like another. Four, then I'll come back with episodes here and there and I'll be consistent for another four weeks and I'll disappear. But like the summer's coming 
so you know in the summer inshallah be consistent inshallah and episodes and episodes you know school's about to end so inshallah that's inshallah. what I don't even have 30 episodes I have like I want to say 27 episodes oh no but maybe it's... maybe it's more than 20 maybe 27 I think 27 episodes I'm not sure or that more that is actually a lot that's so much and it's almost been a year literally in July um I think it's July 7th it'll be a, a year anniversary of having breaking barrier I think when was the first time I was in one of your podcasts I think maybe like September which is crazy to me because that's such a long time ago that's so long time time flies for real oh my gosh thinking about that now that's so deep and I'm, I'm actually so proud of you thank you I did not think I was going to be this consistent I was like if the first season fails I'm not doing anymore I'm not doing another season Aww. <laughs> that, the first season didn't fail <laughs> yay <laughs> I know about it I mean, like, who wouldn't want to listen to you talk? Um, me. I would. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but everyone hates listening to themselves talk. Like, I don't know. I don't hate my voice. I just, I when I listen to it, I'm like, oh, I could have said something better here. I could have said something better here. And I keep on thinking about what I could have said better. What did I tell you? The first put the not the first one because the first one my audio was so bad. But the second podcast I was ever in that we made together, I stopped listening to like all the podcasts that we do together after that because I was like, I hate the way I talk. I hate what I said there. That is not what I meant. Why did I say that? Like it, it was just triggering me. So I listened to all the other ones, but you know, I, I ignore the ones that I'm in. I think the ones are great. I think they're fine. I think they're good. Thank you. I put, I like to enjoy listening to other people talk. Like when I listen to my podcast and I pick like certain lines to post on Instagram and stuff and I'm I'm like, oh I like what they said here. Like I go back and I listen to it and I really love what other people have to say. But myself, I will never pick a line that I said because I don't know man. It's just not it's not it's not doing what it's supposed to do. It's not giving the same emphasis as to when someone else says it yeah i get what you mean it's because i often feel like we view other people in a better light than we view ourselves yeah we're so hard on ourselves yeah well let's do little things because i know it's like one in the morning for you <laughs> it's two in the morning for me two in the morning see see later even later we had a rapid episode so what are your finishing statements what do you think um people should know and what do you think about the topic just educating women what do you think what do you think people should take away from this episode i think people should take away that if you are a young girl and you feel like people are putting you down it's just ignore those talks ignore those whispers at the end of the day they don't matter it doesn't matter about their judgment you should only care about what Allah thinks what Allah like has said is all right and if it's all right for you then go do it and you know if you're a parent bro please just leave a child alone let them do what they want to do <laughs> you know like you lived your life and I don't know maybe your life was bad because you never got educated but you know don't put your child in that same situation that's very unfair on them and you will actually be accountable for that on your Qiyamah and I feel like you need to you know realize that these little things you think on that deep is your child you have a right over them uh, that child Allah has a right over that child before you have a right over them so you know he's gonna hold you accountable for these things and yeah uh yeah be be um what is it aspire to do great things always aim higher than you feel like you can achieve because you'll surprise yourself and you'll achieve greater than you ever thought you could never belittle yourself yes exactly and 
to add to what you said like just think of it as think of the benefit because there's more benefit in getting education than the harm of it there's more benefit to it Allah tells us seek knowledge um we're supposed to seek knowledge we're supposed to balance our lives we're supposed to, so let them go let them learn let them seek knowledge let them educate themselves let them be better than you were like you want your child you want what's best for your child you want them to be better than you were you want them to be better for the future generations you want them to be better so they raise their children better and their children and their children their children's children so you can keep on and if you do that you'll keep on getting blessings and blessings and reward and barakah and hasanat just for raising your child right and teaching them in such a way that they raise their children right and keeps on going on and going on right so i feel like just just um do right by your children let them get educated if they want to get educated as long as something they want to do is halal and there is no harm and the pros outweighs the con let them mm-hmm. go let them live <laughs> let them yeah. hype, let them be better let them educate themselves let them learn let them just be happy you know <laughs> yeah for real let them be happy let them go off and do something yeah because who knows maybe because your children are the coolest of your eyes right and if they're happy and they're doing all these good things and it's aligned with Quran and they're a good Muslim and they're a good person and they're doing like all the right things why would you not be happy why would you not be proud you know they're the coolness of your eyes exactly and also imagine you raise that child to do all that good now on your muqiyamah instead of getting bad you're going to be getting good from the good that they got from these experiences and i understand it can be scary often from for a lot of parents like especially in my area in england that i live in there's like a lot of hate crime and a lot of violence knife crime stuff like that so it's very scary for people to like let their child go off and do these things because they're scared like of the big bad world you know mm-hmm. but you know at some point they're gonna have to go so just let them go <laughs> you know if you keep them in one place they're not going to be able to go off and you know find their islam for themselves it's always going to be your islam that you're portraying onto them they're not going to be able to see these situations and go you know what i shouldn't do this that because I've never been put in that position to you know deny something for the sake of Allah which in itself is a crazy big bless it's not a blessing it's a crazy big like hasanat on them to say no for the sake of Allah and then also I feel like if they never get to li- like live and do all these experiences because you're afraid the thing is anything they do in life there's pros and there's cons they could be going out doing the best thing in life but something could still like harm them while they're doing that no matter what they're doing even if they just sat at home there's still pros and cons to doing that even if they did nothing there's pros and cons to doing everything in life so don't let the fear of them getting hurt um stop them from going out and achieving things because they can just get hurt by staying at home by them not being able to do what they want to do you're hurting them so they're still going to be hurt okay. and sometimes you need to experience like all the different things you need to ex- like if Allah chooses to test them with whatever is going on and that's a test for them you know they have to experience that to grow and to get better as a muslim exactly that's perfectly said they need to experience that for themselves it's not your experience you had your experience you know and you turned out to be a great person with your experience so you know let your child experience that and let your child turn out to be a great person with that same struggle you know we're all going to have to struggle a struggle is a blessing from Allah the more we struggle the more it shows that Allah loves us because those struggles we're getting good deeds from those struggles you know we're getting a higher rank in jannah now or that from those struggles with those at all now from those struggles and even if 
struggle is worse than any struggle you've had to experience in your life, make dua for them. You know, you'll get reward for making dua for them. And who knows, your dua may be answered. And then, because the dua for the child, from the parent to the child is always answered. So that's do for them. For real, yeah. I feel like that's the best thing that they can do. They can say, obviously, outweigh the pros and the cons. Honestly, I'm saying this for like people like around our age now. Your parents usually do know better. Listen to them, they usually do know better. But, you know, sit down with them, outweigh the pros and cons, let them know why you want to do what you want to do. And inshallah, make dua and leave up to the sake of Allah. And inshallah, they'll be persuaded to do what you want to do. on it. Pardon? I know, pray on it, you know, make dua on it. Yeah. Put a lot of dua towards that. This is just like, it's like a continuer of the episode we just did. The one before this. Yeah. I feel like they kind of inter- like intertwine a lot. Those yeah. two topics. There's a lot of similarities in them. Because a lot of the time, um, girls want to be educated and do these things, but they don't know how to talk to their parents about it. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, if you haven't listened to the episode before this one, it's about... Um, talking to your parents basically and getting your parents to listen to you wait that was what the that's what it was yes. about right i forgot yes, exactly i recorded that. it a couple days ago so and it won't come out until a couple weeks from now so so inshallah enjoy <laughs> inshallah. well thank you for being on this episode Tasneem. i was so glad you were here you did amazing as usual Go thank sleep. you so much for having me Okay. I'll sleep. I'll pass out. Okay. Thank you for listening to this episode of Breaking Barriers. My name is Raya Wrights, and I can't wait to keep the conversation going. <laughs>